Welcome to Thoughts in the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross-Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those ideas together. It's Friday, October 14th at 2 p.m. in London. How much is the Japanese stock market down this year? That seems like a pretty basic question, and yet it isn't. If you're a Japan-based investor who thinks about the world in Japanese yen, the market has dropped about 6% year-to-date, a pretty mild decline, all things considered. But if you're a U.S. investor who thinks about the world in U.S. dollars, the market has fallen 26%. That's a big difference, and it's entirely linked to the fact that when investing overseas, your return is a function of both the changes in that foreign market and the changes in its currency's value versus your own. When a U.S. investor buys Japanese equities, the actual transaction will look something like this. The investor sells their dollars for yen and then uses those yen to buy Japanese stocks. When the investor eventually goes to sell their investment, they need to reverse those steps, selling yen and buying the dollars back. This means that the investor is ultimately exposed to fluctuations in the value of the yen. Given this, there's an increased focus on investing overseas, but removing the impact of currency fluctuations, that is, hedging the foreign exchange exposure. There are a few reasons that this can be an attractive strategy for U.S.-based investors. First, it reduces a two-variable problem to a one-variable problem. We reckon that most stock market investors are more comfortable with stocks than they are with currencies. An unhedged investment, as we just discussed, involves both, while a hedged investment will more closely track just the local stock market return, the thing the investor likely has a stronger opinion on. Second, our deep dive into the historical impact of currency hedging shows encouraging results, with hedging improving both returns and diversification for U.S. investors when investing overseas. Historically, this has been true for stocks, but also for overseas bonds. Third, investors don't always need to pay extra to hedge. Indeed, hedging can provide extra yield. The general principle is that if you sit in a country with a higher interest rate than the country you're investing in, the hedge should pay you roughly the interest rate difference. One-year interest rates in the U.S. are about 4.5% higher than one-year rates in Japan. Buying Japanese stocks and removing the fluctuations of the yen will pay an investor an extra 4.5% for their trouble, give or take. So why is that? The explanation requires a little detour into foreign exchange pricing and the theory behind it. Foreign exchange markets price with the assumption that everything is in balance. So if one country has higher one-year interest rates than another, its currency is assumed to lose value over the next year. So if we think about the investor in our example, they still take their U.S. dollars, exchange them for yen, and buy the Japanese equity market. But what they'll also do is go into the foreign exchange market, where the dollar is expected to be 4.5% cheaper in one year's time, and buy that foreign exchange forward and hedge the dollar at that weaker level. That means when they go to unwind their position in a year's time, sell their yen, and buy dollars, they get to buy the dollar at that favorable, lower, locked-in exchange rate. Hedging comes with risks. If the U.S. dollar declines sharply, investors may wish that they had more exposure to other currencies through their foreign holdings. But given wide interest rate differentials, volatile foreign exchange markets, and the fact that the goal of most U.S. portfolios is to deliver the highest possible return in dollars, investing with hedging can ultimately be an attractive avenue to explore when looking for diversification overseas. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Thoughts in the Market on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 